Hello, lovely humans, and welcome back to the Balanced Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire. We have such an exciting guest today. I know everybody is just as excited as I am to have Jeanette Ogden from Shut the Kale Up on the Balanced Blonde Podcast today. It's true. It happened. This amazing blogger, mother, wife, incredibly inspiring friend, human, everything is here on the podcast today. We talk about everything. She shares so much from her soul. It's really cool. She talks, you know, all about health and wellness and also about her upbringing and what brought her to this point, what inspired her to get healthy and to share this account with all of you guys. So I cannot wait to dive in and hear from Jeanette. I know you guys can't wait either, but I also have to tell you about something else I'm really excited about before we dive in. I will be speaking at this amazing wellness festival in Philadelphia on April 22nd called The Good Fest, which you have probably heard of if you follow any wellness bloggers on Instagram, because the people who put this festival together, Kate Van Horn from She Be Kaling It and Jess Baumgardner from Health Coach Philly, they have a really great network of people. So many wellness bloggers that I follow have been posting about this event. And also a lot of us people that I'm friends with, really awesome girls that I've met through the wellness community over the years are speaking at the event. So I'm going to be leading a yoga class, which I'm beyond excited to do. This will be the first yoga class I've ever taught in Philadelphia. And um, not surprisingly, because it's my second time ever in Philadelphia. And I'm also going to be leading a breakout blogging session for some VIP guests. And I will be signing my book, Breaking Vegan. And basically what I want to do while I'm at the Good Fest is just meet as many of you as I can, give you hugs, talk to you, have like really awesome one-on-one conversation and really bring this blogger, reader or blogger, blogger, whatever you happen to be relationship off of just the computer. Because that is what that is why I blog. That's why I podcast. I want to meet you guys in person. And I basically flipped out <laughs> when I heard that they were putting together the Good Fest because It's everything that I want. It's a festival where I can talk about blogging, teach yoga, and meet you guys and bring like-minded people together. I'm so excited. I mean, I won't rattle off all the speakers because you can look on their website at thegoodfest.com slash tickets to purchase. And by the way, if you do purchase, use the the code soul on fire 15 for $15 off of any ticket, either the VIP ticket or the early bird. So anyways, some of the other speakers, and you can look at all the speakers on the website, but just so you know, um, Katie Horwich, who was on one of the episodes of my podcast, Katie Dale about who's amazing. Cassandra Bodzak is leading meditation. She's a good friend of mine. Um, it's going to be such a good crew of people. Jessica Murnan, One Part Plant Podcast. You guys might remember her from when I had my agent, Sarah Pasek, on the episode. And we talked about the fact that Jessica and I were her first two clients ever. I really love Jessica. And what I especially love about the group of people who are going to be speaking at this event and who are putting on this event is that these people are so down to earth and awesome And basically my mission in life is to bring together down to earth people and make them 
more accessible to you guys because there's so many people in the blogging world and in the world in general who I don't find to be very genuine or authentic or down to earth or promoting a real lifestyle that's rooted in health and happiness and supporting each other. So when people actually support each other and are awesome, I want everybody to know about it. So I want everybody to know about the Good Fest, especially if you live on the East Coast. It'll be so easy to get there. I know so many of my awesome readers are already thinking about coming. So if you live in New York or anywhere around Philadelphia, hop on over, go to thegoodfest.com slash tickets to purchase this event is on April 22nd at a place called Skybox Events. So I don't know where that is because I've never been to Philadelphia, but maybe you guys do know. So yeah, it's going to be such an unbelievable sense of community. You're going to meet new friends. You're going to have all these new like-minded people to hang out with. The pricing is really not that bad. I'll let you check it all out on thegoodfest.com. You can also check out their Instagram at thegoodfest. Oh, and I've heard rumors that Jeanette, shut the kale up, might be in attendance as well as so many other really, really, really cool wellness bloggers and Instagrammers who will be there. Like one of my best friends, Rachel Mansfield. I think she's definitely coming. So anyways, it'll be fun. I want to meet you all. So I had to tell you about it. Um, feel free to message me. Make sure you use the code soulonfire15 to get your ticket so that you get $15 off. And without further ado, let's dive into this episode with episode with Jeanette. Shut the kale up. Coolest person ever. I am like so starstruck to have her on. I adore her. Let's have fun and dive into it. You guys, this is such an exciting day and such an exciting moment. I have Jeanette Ogden from Shut the Kale Up here. I'm pretty positive every single person listening knows exactly who she is. But if you don't, you should open your Instagram, type in Shut the Kale Up, and see what she's all about. Check her out. You will fall in love with her food photos and her family photos. She has a one-year-old named Elliot who... I most certainly feel like I know really well because (laughs) she's so good about sharing her life with Elliot and her husband, AJ. They live in Orange County, which is not that far from me. So Jeanette and I have plans to get together. We're going to make it happen really soon. Um, But as you can imagine, she is one busy mamacita, which I love. And I'm so inspired by her. I'm just stoked to have her here. You guys sent in so many good questions. I personally have so many fun questions for her and we're just going to chat. So Jeanette, go ahead and say hi to the listeners and just kind of tell them like what you do, what you're all about. Hi everyone. I'm super grateful to be on here with Jordan. Um, super blessed, feeling just so flattered by all the success with Shut the Kale Up. And I'm crazy busy, like constantly, but I still feel connected to everyone. And I feel like I owe it to just myself and everyone to be able to respond and share my life. It just comes very natural to me, you know? Um, I love doing it and I have such a great time like sharing and spending time with my family, but also like getting in those little snaps and, you know, all of, all of that good stuff and connecting with so many people. Jordan, I'm sure you have connected with 
tons of awesome, just inspiring people that, you know, are in this community that we're all in. And I just feel so grateful for that. I, I again, I never expected this to happen. So it's just, it's such a cool thing. It really is. It is. It is so cool. Well, I love hearing you say that. It's quite apparent to me. And I think to everybody who follows you that you genuinely love sharing your life with your followers. And especially because I think so many people who follow you really look up to you for wellness advice and motherhood advice. And also, I think you just feel like a friend to everybody who follows you. So it's very apparent that you love staying connected and somehow between being a mom and having your own wellness and workout routine and teaching sculpt classes and being a wife and um, a daughter and a sister and all these things, you are able to stay so connected with everybody with you know, sharing your life on social media. And I can only hope that when I have kids, I can mirror what you're doing because I think it's really special the way that you know, you've been able to share like some of Elliot's first steps and like really amazing, cute things. Like, I feel like, I mean, first of all, I remember when you were pregnant, that's when I discovered your account and started following you. And you were this just glowing, beautiful, pregnant goddess. And you had long hair. And now you have this like super edgy, cute, short haircut. And you have a one-year-old. And I feel like people feel so connected to you because you've shared everything and you've remained so authentic from your very early pregnancy days to now. And your life has obviously shifted so much. So I have like 10 trillion things I want to ask you during this conversation, but I think I'll start with something that I think it's a good starting point. And a lot of people wanted to know this from you. So how did you get involved with health? Like what sparked your passion for living a healthy lifestyle to begin with? To be completely honest, I grew up in kind of a crazy home. Um, Both of my parents are still married and um, they both had alcohol issues. So they were both alcoholics and um, they never really cared what we had to eat. I, to be honest, I, I would go to McDonald's every, almost every day. It seemed like to get, you know, something off the dollar menu because my family just, it was just so such a broken home. And, um, all through high school, like, you know, there wasn't much food around. So I, I just ate really awful. And, Towards the end of my mom's alcoholism um, addiction, she she just lost it, and I had to move to my aunt's house. And this was all like during high school and um, a little after high school. So I lived at my aunt's house, and she kind of sparked, you know, this whole healthy eating and wellness lifestyle because she um, she ate this certain way and. I enjoyed it. I thought it brought family together. Um, and it was just such a sweet time for us to get together and like either go to the grocery store together or cook together. And it was all these like, you know, vegetables and whole meals. So for some reason, it just, 
it made me feel like, oh, I do have a family here, you know, even if, if it's not my mom and my my actual mom and my dad, I have a family here with my cousins and my aunt. So that kind of sparked an interest. Um, however, since you know, I was just out of high school. There was just a lot of stuff going on with my family. And I ended up hanging out with a lot of friends and going out. I was never a partier. I was never a drinker because of the fact that I just hated alcohol so much because of what it did to my mom and my dad. But, you know, I, 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 I was going out and eating Del Taco or McDonald's at, you know, midnight or what have you. But, Shortly after that, I realized that I was starting to gain weight, obviously, because, you know, as, as we age, our metabolism doesn't stay the same. And it was just something that kind of like blew me away because I always had this like really skinny body that never had to work out, always ate whatever and never gained a pound. But as the pound started coming, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get on a diet, which is just awful because as young women, you know, we see these girls on Instagram, on TV, you know, as we're shopping and we always have this like mindset of, Oh, I want to have legs like her, or I want to have a skinny body like her, or, you know, certain things like that. And of course I was always this self-conscious girl that always wanted what she didn't have. And that's like, you know, the, the abs and the little legs and the blonde hair and just, you know, things that we think that are so cool instead of just like loving ourselves and loving what we have, because it's, you know, God has made us so beautifully different, you know? So went through an eating disorder and I just starved myself because I wasn't losing weight with the diet I was on. So I just started starving myself. And after that, binging, and it was just this roller coaster of like, okay, this diet didn't work, move on to the next diet. This diet didn't work, move on to the next one. All right, now it's juice cleansing and this and that. And it was just so stressful. And stress just makes you hold on to weight, you know? So, and it, not only that, it just makes you crazy. So, you know, after all of that, after all of the stuff I went through, I, um, I was going to get married to this awesome man that is just been super helpful with this whole like weight gain and weight loss and this and that. And I got laid off from my job of seven years that I just hated to be completely honest. It was a retail job and it kind of all fell. And I focused on being strong and healthy rather than this person that I wanted to be because I was just so sick and tired of running after the wrong things for the wrong reasons. And I don't know. It's very, it's very difficult to explain now that like we get so into depth of, you know, why I got into health, but pretty much because of that, I just got sick and tired of, of everything and thought, you know what? God made me like this and I don't care. I'm going to rock it. Um, I'm going to eat well. I'm going to exercise because I love it, not because it's a chore. 
and frick everything else. And it just kind of became a, a cool thing for me is to look out for myself and not look at other people or see what anyone else is doing or whatever everyone else was eating. It was because I enjoyed it because I love it. Wow. That is such an amazing answer. And I feel like I just learned so much more about you already, which is exciting to me. And I know to everybody listening, uh, first of all, it's really, really inspiring that you, I mean, that you grew up in such challenging circumstances and were able to turn all of that struggle into something that you can now feed into your passion for wellness and raising your family and making sure that your home always has that loving energy with healthy food and meals together. And I, I just think that's so cool. And I have to say that some of the most inspiring people that I know and some of my closest friends have grown up in similar situations with broken homes and you know, kind of having to be adults before they were actually adults, which it sounds like you went through. And I think to be able to come out of that with your head held high and just with such a balanced and down-to-earth outlook on life is really incredible. And of course, that's not to say that there weren't challenges getting up to this point. But I think, I mean, the fact that you you really do have such a balanced outlook and you're such a positive role model for so many people is just really cool that you were able to take all of that. I'm sure that was very, very painful when you were young and having having to grow up, you know, not probably not knowing if your parents were going to be having a good day or a bad day. That's a lot of stress for a kid to handle. So you being like such this ray of sunshine is amazing and something that you should be really proud of. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's it's honestly you make you can make your days just so much better and easier if you stay positive and look at, you know, the brighter side because there were days during that whole thing where I just wanted to mope and stay home and you know, all the blinds were closed, my mom was drunk and my brothers were home and like there was just nothing in the fridge, nothing in the pantry and I was just wanting to sit in my sorrows, you know, as awful as that sounds. And then I just thought, you know what? This isn't life. There's sunshine outside. There's trees. There's, you know, birds chirping. I know that sounds super cheesy, but it's like people don't get that. Some people get to stay in the hospital and like live their lives there, you know? And I'm, I'm over here taking it for granted because of this situation that I'm in, which I can't do anything about because, you know, my mom had to change for herself. I couldn't change her. And that was the, that was the worst part of it was that I was really trying to help. I was trying to like get her out of this mindset, but I knew I couldn't do it. Like you just can't people have to change for themselves, you know? And, um, and yeah, I, I just couldn't sit in that. I really couldn't. I, I had my heart so just, it, it was just broken. I thought my mom and my dad were going to die before they were sober. And, you know, I, I can actually say that God restored their hearts and they've been sober for four years now, but it was very difficult. 
it, it wasn't all, you know, rainbows and sunshine and walks to Whole Foods my whole life. It was rough. It was very. Oh my gosh. Well, that, that contrasted with your life now, which like I envision your life when I, when I see all of your Instagram stories and your snaps and your photos, it is like sunshine and bouncing Elliot on your hip and (laughs) going to pressed freeze and working out and making all this awesome, healthy food and in this beautiful marriage and so inspiring. And it's really cool. I think for people listening to hear that you created that you, you created that and your life could have gone so many different directions. I mean, everybody's life, no matter how they grow up could go so many different directions. And the fact that you created this by maintaining positivity and having faith and eating well, and, you know, really I think also knowing that you can't change other people. Like that's such a lesson for everybody to learn and something that I too have learned. I mean, you just can't change other people. And when you love someone, especially if they're in your family or I mean, really just anybody that you love and you see them suffering or going through addiction, man, that is hard. And I too have someone who I'm very, very close with who is an addict and if there's one thing I've learned and it took me like 10 years to learn this, you actually cannot change other people, just like you said. And I think once you learn to let go of that and focus that energy on yourself, instead of trying to fix other people that you love, really beautiful things can happen when you devote that energy back to yourself. Yeah. I think a huge thing is just to encourage people and, you know, obviously not have them or not for you not to tell them like, this is how you should live rather than like encouraging them, showing them love, showing them how you do things. And then maybe just maybe, you know, they'll get, Oh, you know what? Maybe I will want to eat like her or want to live my life this way or be positive in certain situations because there's no other way. You know, we get this one life and it's so beautiful. Even if there's dark moments, challenging moments, I feel like you learn and you grow so much from them. I'm grateful for those 10, 12 years that I went through that because I would have never ever been the person I am now, you know, and my mom is now, you know, being challenged with like health issues and all this other stuff because of the fact that, you know, she put in so much crap in her body and our bodies are like filters. You can only put so much before that filter gets dirty and you have to either clean it out or it dies. So I just feel like, this is why I am the way I am, you know, because I want to make sure that I'm able to just instill these, these things to Elliot or my family. And I'm so, so happy and grateful that AJ's the same way is just to better our lifestyle and our well-being. Um, just cause you feel better overall, like your body, your mind, it's a lot clearer. You're able to do things, you know, and Like my mom can't go running. I mean, she has legs, they're working and we're so grateful for her health, but she's not the type to like go on a hike or anything like that. And I know it sounds really dumb, but 
you know, you shouldn't take that for granted being able to hike because some people just can't like my mom, such a way of looking at things is to stay positive because there's literally no other way. Yeah. I love that. That ultimate positivity is everything. And it's so, so, so true. I love hearing more about you because I notice like when you work out in the morning, sometimes your parents are there with Elliot, your dad's babysitting, your mom. And I always had this image of like this perfect family, which I think, you know, is something that people always think when they're looking at other people's social media accounts, especially positive, awesome people. So it's really inspiring to hear that there's always a full story behind it. And it's really just like how you choose to take action of your life. And I love that you have this restored relationship with your parents. And that's really, really amazing that they've found a healthier way to live, even if it took them a lot longer than you would have liked for it to. And the cool thing is like you can do the opposite and have that health for yourself. And it's amazing that you and AJ align on that, which brings me to my next question. I am so dying to know how you and AJ met and what that journey was like to getting married and having a baby together. (laughs) You know, it's funny because we were friends for quite some time and we actually met at church. Um, He was playing in um, one of the worship bands at one of the churches that we went to and I always thought he was cute, but kind of not. And <laughs> kind of funny because I would always watch him play on stage and I, you know, just thought he was super cute, very friendly guy, but never thought anything of him. And then we just started like talking to each other and being more open with our feelings in regards to like, you know, like wanting to hang out, but not really having a relationship because we had both gotten out of a relationship that was like really bad, um, both situations. So we were just like, let's just hang out and like see where it goes. And so we were friends for a very long time. And it's funny because he would always introduce me as Jeanette, like, oh, this is my friend Jeanette. It was never like, oh, this is my girlfriend or this is girl I'm dating, you know, nothing like that. We went from friends to, Hey, do you want to get married next year? Oh my gosh. No way. I'm, I'm kidding. So it, it's kind of funny when people say there's no way you weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. And we really, we weren't. Oh my God. That's amazing. It's so funny, but it worked for us. It, it helped me at least. Cause you know, I had trust issues with my family and then this relationship that I was in for a very long time during high school, during that whole thing with my parents. So it it just, it was difficult for me to trust anyone. This whole friendship like made me trust, like put my all and my trust in him. Um, he was a huge help and he's just this like, I can go on about AJ because he is, I'm so lucky I found this guy. You guys don't see everything, but he is just the most amazing man ever. And I'm so grateful. But um, so, yeah, we were friends. And then we, he proposed basically. And we got married within six months. We had a great time, like getting all of those wedding plans done. It was a little stressful. I'm not going to lie. 
for those of you guys listening, if you guys are thinking of getting married, my suggestion is just elope, you know, um, it's a little crazy how it can like wedding plans can get. And, you know, in the U S or in United States, like marriage is just this like huge celebration, which is such an awesome thing, but people spend so much money on weddings and we're the type to like save and put it towards like traveling or doing certain things like that rather than spending it on like this day where it's going to end in like five hours, but it's super special. Totally get it. Um, but if you ask me, I will say when we got married, it was very sweet. We had 50 people. It was small, intimate. Um, we had pizza. That's all we had to eat pizzas and salad. We ended up going to the Ace Hotel in downtown LA and just hanging out with friends that night and, you know, having a good time. And then like that weekend we left to, uh, New York and then London and Paris. And that's when we really enjoyed like, gosh, we're married and we're freaking traveling. Like, this is amazing because a lot of people don't get the chance to travel, you know? So we were just super grateful that we were in a different country and, it was just so awesome. And shortly after, we were not planning to have babies this soon. In April, we got married in November. In April, I found out that I was six weeks pregnant with the bub, Elliot Gray. <laughs> it was a shock. It was very much like, oh my gosh, what do we do? Like, we don't, we haven't planned for this at all. But it was the biggest blessing of our lives. He is just, I mean, as you've seen his little face, it's, he's amazing. He's the most amazing little man. And you really do feel a different kind of love when you have a child. I've never felt this kind of love and it's scary and it's amazing. And I could cry just thinking about it, but I, I just feel so grateful that I was able to to grow a baby in my belly and have him come out, no drugs, no nothing, and him be healthy, you know? Like, it's just so crazy to me how that how that works, how our bodies are so strong and so powerful. Going to a different topic, like, that's, how, that's why I have a, a different type of appreciation towards my body, towards myself. Because it's like, wow, I can't deprive my body from things. I can't have it work out when it needs rest because look what it did to our baby. It was a home, you know, you have to honor your body, but yeah, that, that's how it went down, girl. Oh my God. <laughs> that is the best story I've ever heard. And it's, I mean, it's true. I feel like through all of that and then your body producing this beautiful, healthy baby boy with the person that you love, how could you not have appreciation for your body after that? And I, I seriously look forward to that day. And I found a lot of, a lot of other ways to kind of like find that appreciation for my own body in the meantime, which it sounds like you did too leading up to that. But, but having a child is the ultimate. And I think, I mean, your love for Elliot is just so magical and it comes across in every photo and every video. And I just, I think it's incredible. And it's so funny because I, I have a cat Hudson who seriously is my child. It's just the two of us. 
And I got him. I was single. I was living alone for the first time, no roommates or anything. And I got him when he was two pounds. He was a little baby, just like so tiny. And I had never had an animal. I had never had to take care of anyone or anything. And typical me, it was like a very impulsive decision to bring him home and to to get him on that day. I'd had nothing, no cat food, no litter box. I didn't know what I was doing, but we just bonded together like this insane, insane way. And he's like sitting on the ground staring at me right now because he knows I'm talking about him. But (laughs) it's something that like in the smallest way, I can relate to what you're saying. Although I know human children are, you know, so much different than having an animal. And I, I, I just can't wait to have that feeling because I get overwhelmed with love, just even thinking about it and thinking about you and Elliot. But I, I know what you mean, like taking care of another living being who just depends on you. And is just this beautiful little creature is one of the most amazing things. And it kind of takes any selfishness out of anything. It's like, I'm living for this other creature that I'm taking care of. And, and that's amazing, which makes me, brings me to my next question. A lot of people wanted to know this. Do you guys plan on having other kids anytime soon? Oh, yes. I'm actually dropping the ball majorly because we we were planning to have them like back to back to back, you know? If it's up to me, I'm going to say I want four kids. Um, AJ will tell you three or four. On a good day, he'll say, yeah, you know, let's go for four. But like we go back and forth where we're like, oh my gosh, but Elliot is seriously insane today. So maybe just him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I definitely want more. We're definitely in the process of trying and wanting to create another little guy or little girl, but it's it's a little scary because I I had a natural birth and leading up to it it was very, you know, very peaceful and great and I did yoga and I taught yoga and it was just so like special and then at the very end Two weeks before he was born, I found out he was breached and I either was going to go through a C-section or have a home birth. And for me, I'm all about, you know, just hoping for the best. And I I didn't want to take any medication or anything. So I was like, well, home birth it is. And it was just a little, I'm not going to say it was stressful because I really, really you know, put it in my mind. Like if I stress out, Elliot's going to stress out. So I'm not going to do it. I I won't go there. So I was very calm and I, I was really good to him, but it was scary. You know, your first birth, having it, having to be at home. It, yeah. It was just a very scary thing, but I'm, I'm so hoping for another little guy or little girl that's going to be healthy and, you know, a great pregnancy. And if not, then, oh, well, but I definitely want more kids. Yes. Yay. Oh my God. I can envision it already. You two with your little family and Elliot being a big brother, it's going to be the greatest thing. And I cannot wait to watch and partake along with everyone else who you share your life with. So let's get into some health and food questions because people have so many of those for you. Like, as I told you before we started recording, literally hundreds. So we're going to get through just a couple. Um, 
well, more than a couple, actually. We can do like lightning round food questions. So to begin with, what are your pantry must-haves? Ooh. All right. I'm going to say nut butters. I mean, that's just a staple, you know? I'm literally obsessed with nut butters, all types. Right now, I am into almond butter. And then I'm going to say collagen. Collagen, my ways, proteins. Um, I use them all from Vital Proteins and I love them. Um, use them daily. I'm going to say after that, potions. I recently found uh, sun potions, you know, all these different potions. And I love experimenting and seeing how my body reacts to each one. And I take them for hormonal balance and you know, anxiety or stress. Not that I have any at the moment, but just to prevent, you know, um, and build immunity, all that good stuff. I also love cereal. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yum. What kind of cereal? You know, right now I'm digging the sprouted, uh, one degree organics, rice krispies, the cocoa kind. Those are just so good. I also love the homegrown um, little Power O's. They're made with like beans. It's it's kind of oh bizarre. yeah, it's so cool. I love those. Yeah, they're really good. And I also like the Arrowhead Mills, um, you know, sprouted rice or kamut. I think that's how you name. That's how you call it. Mm-hmm. Those are really good. Love coconut butters too and chocolate, of course. I just got into eating evolved um, coconut cups and they are life-changing. Those are so good. Oh my god! And the ingredients are like so minimal and healthy. It's kind of insane. Yeah, there's like four ingredients in there and I'm like, all right, I'm doing it. I, I'm going to say that's probably it. Chocolate, coconut butters, nut butters, vital proteins products. Those are my staples. I love it. We have very, very similar staples. Those are literally all of mine, which I know are greatly inspired by you. I sent you my um, blog post that I did with Vital Proteins last week, which has a huge, huge shout out to you because I noticed you using it all the time. And honestly, what drew me into the Vital Proteins was the packaging. I'm like a huge sucker for cute branding and trendy type of like... I think you can tell when looking at a product, if it's healthy, natural, organic, kind of by the branding and the love that they put into the packaging. So I saw you using Vital Proteins all the time. And since I totally trust your opinion, I started looking into it and thinking, I have to have this. I have got to have this collagen in my body. So I reached out to them. Uh, As you know, they're the nicest people ever. And I love, love, love to support brands who are are nice and respectful of bloggers. And I just think that they're the coolest ever. And I absolutely love the approach that you've talked about before. I've seen videos of you talking about you are always going to continue to support the brands that you love and promote the brands that you love regardless of this whole social media thing being your job. So how do you find that balance between making sure that, um, you know, since you do have such a dedicated and loyal audience and you know that promoting brands is really going to reach and touch so many people and these people trust you and they're going to purchase this stuff. How do you find a balance between continuing to promote what you love, but also knowing that, you know, this is sort of a business too. And, um, it, it is 
what you do. I mean, this is what you do full time, um, other than being a full time mama. So how do you, is there a way that you find that balance? When I first started Shut the Kill Up, I obviously had no idea, nor did I have the intention of doing anything big. I just would get asked a ton, you know, what do you eat or how do you keep your skin clear? How do you do this and how do you do that? So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do this for my friends, you know, or people who know me, you know, in yoga or at the grocery store, because I, was a demo girl for Harmless Harvest. And people would always say, well, what kind of workouts do you do? Or what do you eat? Or, you know, different types of things. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to say, go to Shut the Kill Up. And you guys will see like my little tricks and tips of, you know, healthy eating with, you know, exercise and this and that. Once I started like hitting 10,000 followers, it was just kind of like bizarre. I never expected anything. I, I didn't even expect a thousand for that matter. People started approaching me with like, hey, do you want to try my product? Say, sure, I'd love to, to, to try your brand, you know, or your product. And then you just feel forced to post it on your Instagram or, you know, in stories or blogs. And it was just getting so overwhelming, mind you, when I didn't like the product and I had to tell the, you know, the, the people who sent it to me, I don't like it. I'm really sorry. They'd get super upset. And I would just say, I can send it back. I'm just not going to post something on my Instagram that I do not believe in because that's just false advertisement. And I don't want people to get the wrong idea of me because I will keep it a hundred percent all the time. And I, I would just say no. And when I started, you know, seeing how people would respond or react to, to me politely just saying, you know, it's just not my thing. I'm really sorry. I just thought, you know what, going forward, I'm just going to say no to brands um, that I just, don't want to be sent things from. I know that sounds very like bratty, like, oh, no, don't it tell me things. It's just, it's a waste of product if it comes to my house. Um, mind you, I share so much product with so many people. Like even the coffee shop that I go to in the mornings, I give them bars if I have, you know, way too much and I know I'm not going to eat them or, you know, little things like that. I share with everyone. But yeah, I just, I have to find the balance and that balance is saying no to a lot of brands. I also am not like the the type to like follow the trend, even though this is super trendy, what like, you know, what I'm doing, this whole health industry or health Instagram, and drinking collagen and bulletproof coffee. I do it because it feels good to my body and um, to me, you know, mentally, physically, and I read up on everything I take. It's sometimes a little difficult to art- articulate why I do it sometimes. Like AJ will ask me, so why are you taking that again? I'm like, ah, you know, I forgot, but I know I read about it and I know I should take it. So I'm doing it, but let me get back to you, you know? Yeah. I- it's so much. It's but... a lot of work to know all of it. Oh my goodness. It's a lot of research. It really is. And 
prior to Elliot, like having Elliot, I did so much research on if I should take it while I'm pregnant, will it hurt the baby? Will it hurt the mama? You know, all of this stuff. And I just, I try to keep it to my body tells me if I can or cannot take it or eat it or drink. But finding the balance was very difficult. I will say you just have to, again, be honest to yourself and to your friends that are listening and watching and just, again, keeping it a hundred percent because I get asked to do like Del Taco promos, you know, that's just one of them. I'm not going to talk about other brands, but like other brands that I'm just like, no, this is, I'm not going to do this for this much money. There's no way I will ever sell out. I will always be honest. And this is more of like a, Hey, I'm your friend and I'm going to tell you what I do, not tell you like, Oh, well, I'm just getting paid for it. So I'm just going to do it for fun. I just can't do that. Does that make sense? Sorry. I feel like sometimes I don't ever make sense. That makes a ton of sense. A ton of sense, especially because I can completely relate. And I think, I mean, this is something I've spoken out about recently because I want people to understand that sometimes I think there's a huge disconnect between brands and bloggers or brands and Instagram personalities where brands just assume if they have these really high budgets, they can pay you and you can promote their product, whatever it is, no matter if it fits to your audience, no matter if it's going to be beneficial to them, if it's a photo that feels organic to you and to your heart. And this is something that I run into a lot because it is, I mean, it, I, it is a business and it is a passion. And so when those things roll into one, it's, it can be kind of difficult. And I really appreciate your approach and I love your approach because people know that they can trust you and that they can come to you. And uh, that's the kind of platform I've tried to create as well with The Balanced Blonde. And honestly, that's why I started this podcast was because I wanted people to see this is a person. Like I'm a person. I'm not this social media account that only posts products that I love and everything else. I mean, it's always tried. It's always been very personal, but um, I feel like when people can hear your voice and hear what you really have to say, it just becomes so much more authentic and it does become a friendship with your readers. And you have that. Like, I don't even know if you recognize how much you have that because when you posted our TBB apparel shirt, the let's get down dog, which looks so cute on you, like your following is so loyal to you and they just trust you so much that for our shirts, we got more orders that day with your shut the kale up discount code than we had gotten, you know, in weeks or even during the holidays because you just have, you have this quality about you. And I truly believe that some people have this quality and some people don't. This isn't a quality that can be created or purchased or a quality that comes with having a certain amount of followers or anything. It's like something inherent that people have or they don't and you have it. And it's this ability to connect with people and to share authentically yourself. So I just wanted you to know that because I think it's really, really cool. I'm, I'm seriously getting so teary eyed because there are days where I just feel so undeserving of everyone's, you know, just love and support. Like 
it's just beyond me how how powerful you know it's become and there are days and sorry I feel like I'm tearing up just because I, I just feel so grateful for everything and just so flattered when people share their life with me because it's it's just like I wish I could answer to everyone I wish that I, I was able to to respond to everyone and you know people will tell me you need to get an assistant to respond to you know all the direct messages and emails you get but I just I feel like no this is me if I don't respond no one responds and yeah, I, I just feel super grateful for this just love, you know? It, it's just crazy. I never expected this. And it, it's just such a God-given love for, for what I've done. And I feel like I do nothing <laughs> other than like show you guys my snap. But. <laughs> no, you do so much more than that. And that's what's so beautiful. I mean, you share yourself authentically and That's something that really is just, it's just an inherent nature. Like you're, you're such a good person and that just shines through so much and you care. I mean, you clearly, you care so much about the people who look up to you and are inspired by you. And I mean, that is like invaluable when it comes to social media. And I just wish that social media was just full of people who care as much as you do and full of people who are like so dedicated to sharing authentically, like what is healthy and what is good and what they love. Cause I really do think the world would be such a better place if, if you could trust that everybody was genuine and everybody just cared and wanted to share what they truly love. But unfortunately that's not the case. So people like you and like so many of the other people in the wellness community that we're both a part of have that quality too. And I think it's just really cool. And I want everybody to know about those people. And, um, you know, it's, it's just so much more helpful to people to also like feel like there's a connection. And I mean, I imagine because you're home a lot with Elliot, like what a cool thing that you can just hop on your phone and connect with these like hundreds of thousands of people who look up to you instead of like, imagine, you know, some moms are at home with their baby and, and they have like their little community of people, but you have this amazing community that's like dying to hear from you all the time. And what a fun thing. Like, is don't you think it's the most fun life ever? Oh my gosh. I, I always tell my husband, like, I can't believe this is happening. Like I get to interact and chat and, you know, show my friends what I ate today or what I'm doing because it's making me feel good. And I want them to feel the same way. Like, it's just so awesome. It's, it's also very powerful because you reach so many people. Like sometimes when I go live, People will say, hey, from Germany, hey, from, you know, Scotland and Hong Kong. I'm like, what? Yeah, isn't that amazing? It's so awesome. It's so cool to see. It really is. It's so cool to see. Um, so on the note of like so many awesome people in the wellness community that we've both connected with, what are some of your favorite accounts to follow? Because I'm sure a lot of people listening are looking for more people like you to follow. So who are some of your absolute must follow people? Oh my goodness. I know that's it's hard. A, that's a, 
This is going to be a run on sentence. Like I'm absolutely obsessed with twist of lemons. Um, she has like really funny puns and she's just very informative of why she does the things she does and posts the things she posts. She's just really cool. You guys need to check her out. Um, love Rachel Mansfield. I love her little accent and how like, her and Jordan are every day and like they bake and they go to bar together. Like it's, they're just such a blast. Um, I met them in New York this last time I was there and they're, they're just so stinking cute. Love balance with B love minimalist baker. Um, I actually like have the biggest girl crush on her ever since I started like, you know, having an Instagram, which was years ago, but I just never expected like anything. And now, you know, we're friends and we text and I just get so giddy every time because she's so rad. She's just a game changer, but, um, love joy, the baker. Gosh, there's just so many Rachel's good eats is awesome. Gosh, I feel like I have to go on my, on my phone and leave from America. Are you serious? Her food photos are nuts. No, she's like an artist. She really is. Well, those, that's a good list. I love, love, love all of the accounts that you just mentioned. And those are just a couple out of so many that are really awesome. And I know exactly what you mean. It's like crazy to follow and idolize people and then become friends with them, which I think is like one of the coolest things about social media and blogging and the fact that like it's so easy con- to connect with people who are like-minded and... um one question that we got is how do we know each other? How do the two of us know each other? And the cool thing is like, although we've never met in person yet, I so feel like I know you and we're friends and that's specifically and only due to social media. And I think when it's used authentically and genuinely, like those are real friends, whether or not you guys like hang out in person or not, these friendships are real and like interactions that I look forward to every day, which is so cool. I know. I never expected us to like connect because I always just looked at you and thought like, oh my gosh, she's such a big deal. Like there's just no way she's ever going to like look at me and think like, oh, maybe I'll follow her, you know, because I don't think of myself as like this, like insta famous person and i'm i'm really not every time anyone says you're insta famous i'm like no i'm not i'm just myself and you know have a lot of friends but like i just never expected you to even like think oh i'm going to follow Jeanette or shut the kale up yeah it's crazy because i love 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 what you're doing and you've touched so many people not just myself but just like everyone in in this community of like wanting to build themselves up and live this like healthy lifestyle and and I'm I'm just going to touch a little bit on this but like being going from like being vegan to not like I mean, I get hate on my egg posts sometimes. Like, oh, that's a chicken you know, period, dead chicken. Disgusting. When chicken period. Say yeah. That. I'm like, you know, AJ and I googled it, and I'm not going to get into it, but that's not true. Yeah, it's not true. I mean, almost everything that is spewed so negatively is like not even rooted in fact, which is so ridiculous. Right, and it's like just spread love. If you don't have nothing nice to say, 
I'm not telling you to watch my videos. I'm not telling you to look at my picture. So scroll, scroll, like just pass, Right, like know? go elsewhere. Right. So it's just, it's so awesome how you keep your head high and, you know, you, you just power through everything, whether it's positive or negative. It's like, I always just see you smiling and being the bigger person that you are. You know what I mean? And that's super inspiring. So I appreciate that from you so much. Thank you. Well, I appreciate that from you right back. And I so, so, so appreciate you saying that and the support. And it's so funny to me, like hearing you say that, like you were surprised that I wanted to follow you back and things like that. It's just like, you're you're just such an authentic and humble person because I, you're one of my like very, very, very top favorite people to follow. If not the very top person to follow, because I just feel super invested in your life and everything that you do. So, I mean, it's a no brainer that I love to follow you and you're amazing. And I also just like for everybody listening, that humble quality and the humility of like, you don't consider yourself to be Instagram famous and all of that. Like, I don't, I don't consider myself that way either. And I like laugh when people tell me like, how does it feel to be a celebrity? I'm like, oh my God, that's just not, not (laughs) what I am. But you know, there are people who have one-tenth of the following that either of us do. And they put in their bio, like celebrity, celebrity yoga teacher, or like, you know, something like that. And I'm like, oh my God, that lack of humility is probably going to be your demise. So I, I don't know. I, that's something I feel strongly about, but we won't get too much into it because there's, there's so many other things that I want to ask you in our few minutes left that we have chatting together. Because another question people have for you that they're just dying to know is how do you shop for healthy food on a budget? Because that's something that you're pretty vocal about. Like you're always looking for good deals. And a lot of people who follow both of us are on a budget. They're in college or they're young. Um, or they just don't necessarily have access to all of the amazing grocery stores that we both do living in Southern California. So what is your tips for that? So my tips, because, you know, people always assume like, oh, she gets everything for free or this and that. That's not true. I do. I, I do have, you know, some companies send me awesome product and I'm super grateful for that. But me, like I literally shop three, maybe. Okay. So two to three times a week. And I always look at the little booklets in front of the, like where the cashier stand is, um, to see if like any vendors dropped off any coupons, like $1 coupons or free bottle coupons or what have you. I also go on Whole Foods, um, the app that they have, and they, they show you all of their sales or all of their deals going on for that week or that month. Like for, for quality produce, I usually go to mother's market because they always have like the freshest produce and really good deals. Um, Whole Foods, their produce section is a little pricey. So I try to either go to the farmer's market or mother's market. But as far as everything else, I mean, you just have to look. And I'm the type to love to go to the grocery store and like walk the aisles with Elliot just because I'm bored at home or just to get out of the house. 
So I really do some major digging when it comes to any type of sales, but those are the only tips I have other than you have to, if you want to, you know, switch your lifestyle into being more conscious of what you're eating, I'm going to say, instead of going out with your friends or like buying those pairs of shoes or that shirt or whatever, put it towards your groceries. And I mean, before, you know, Elliot, I was just spending money like no other. And then, well, on groceries, I don't spend money on clothes or anything like that anymore, really. I mean, there's certain things that I like to get a t-shirt here and there, like a pair of Nikes, because I wear Nikes every single day. But for the most part, it's like you have to make it a priority. Um, so instead of getting your nails done or instead of getting your hair done that month, put it towards, you know, potions. Because a lot of people always say, well, they're super expensive, but they don't know that they last a very long time. And also, like my little tricks here and there going back to like my potions or like certain expensive things that I have like proteins and little things. I, I use like a fourth teaspoon of my potions. I don't use the full serving, um, with protein I do obviously, but with little things like that, you just learn to, all right, instead of using a tablespoon, I'm going to use half or a teaspoon just because these little potions or powders are very expensive, but I still want to get the benefits. So yeah, that's, that's kind of like what I do. That's great. Those are all really good tips. I'm taking notes in my head because I could definitely (laughs) be a little bit better about budgeting, but it's true. And I'm totally with you on what you said about like health is an investment. I think uh, people listening who, I mean, there's so many ways to get deals and save up and shop in a smart way. But I think you've also got to be aware that health is an investment. And I'm kind of, I'm just like you. I don't really buy clothes. Like there's a lot of things that I don't have a huge interest in when it comes to spending money. But what I do spend all of my money on is good quality food. I love going out to fun, healthy restaurants and having those experiences with with friends and people. And I love um wandering the aisles of grocery stores and buying a ton of really awesome organic products. And the truth is, like you just said, a lot of things last a really long time. So some of the stuff that we both share, like vital proteins and this keto drink that I'm like super into right now, that's pricey. It lasts for a long time. So when you really break it down, I think it helps to think of these things as like, $5 per packet inside of this big box versus looking at something as like a $75 purchase. It's like, might you go out and spend $5 on an almond milk latte every day instead of making one at home? Yes, you probably would, or at least I would. So I think that's important to remember. And that's really, really good advice. And then let's see here. So we have a couple more minutes and a fun question that I'm just dying to ask you because I absolutely love that you love rap because I too love rap and people die over the fact that I'm like this little blonde LA girl who blasts Eminem in my car all of the time. So what are your top five rappers? Oh my gosh. Okay. I grew up on hip hop. Like that's all I ever listened to. And AJ makes fun of me because he's a white guy who, you know, listened to rock growing up and like that sort of thing. So like when I came into his life, 
he said, I have never listened to Jay-Z until you like came into my life. And now I'm this huge rap fan. I'm like, yes. I, I just think it's so funny, but I love Drake right now. Um, obsessed with him. Actually. I love, uh, Jay-Z. I love Nas. Lil Wayne. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Love that guy. I do too. Gosh, there's so many. Um, who else? You're putting me on the spot. Mom's Jordan. It's hard. It's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> on the spot is like, I can literally never think of anything on the spot. It's kind of like when someone asks you, what do you want for Christmas? And you're like, uh, uh, I have no idea. Even though all year long, you think about things that you kind of want. It's hard. Oh my God. No, it's crazy. I love Two Chains and Jay Z. There you go. I, I love them. I love Future too. Yeah, I'm just like very like much all over the place when it comes to rap. I just, I like a good beat and I like it to be really like, I don't know how to explain it, like down south, like dirty south. Yeah. Like, don't give me none of that pop stuff, even though I know Drake is pop, but like, give me the, the real rap. You yeah. know, like the, yeah. I'm so into that. Well, I love it. I love it so, so, so much. I like look forward to all of your captions that have rap lyrics and it's just so you. I just, I love it. I love it. Um, and uh, another question that we have from someone who's dying to know is, do you ever feel addicted to your phone and sharing your life via like Instagram stories, Snapchat? Um, and this is coming from someone who absolutely adores you. So I feel like that's a good question because people ask me that too. Like our lives have a lot to do with our phones. So do you feel that addiction ever? And like, how do you deal with that? If so, you know, there are days where it gets to me and I'm just like, gosh, I don't want my phone around me at all. And I'm very good at like not looking at my phone when I'm around friends, family, And sometimes even AJ, like when we're out, I do story a lot, but I feel like that's like, I just press the button, but I'm still in the, in the moment. I feel like that's why it just comes so easily to me to just story a ton because I story and then like get off my phone. You know, the other day, however, I, I did feel like, like I was on my phone way too much that day because I currently have 99 plus requests on Instagram, like messages. And then Mm -hmm. I have like 50 plus people going back and forth messaging me. And then I have comments and then I have my emails and then I have my text messages from friends, from family members, from my own husband. And I'm just like trying to get like projects done, trying to nurse Elliot because we're still full-time breastfeeding um, trying to get dinner or lunch or whatever ready. Like it was just a lot that at the end of the night, I get on my phone and I try to respond just so it won't like pile up, but it, it does anyways. I just feel like, gosh, I work full time, like 24 seven and it just doesn't stop. Yeah. And I got teary eyed. Like I almost cried and just thought, God, how am I supposed to do all of this? I'm just like this one person. And I love, love interacting, love talking, love responding, but I just can't, you know? And so I put my phone away and I breastfed Elliot and I was just like looking at him and just thinking, I need to find a better balance. 
And again, it's just, it's certain days where it hits me where I'm like, my phone was literally attached to my hand all day long. Or there are days where I'm just like, I did so good today. So it just like, I take it day by day, you know, and really try to live in the present, whether I'm storing or not. I I definitely feel like I, I could I could be better at not grabbing my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Modern problems. I'm with you. It's it's hard to find that balance, definitely. And I remember when you when um you went away for the weekend. I think it was your birthday. It was either your birthday. Oh yeah, I think it was your birthday. And you went away for the weekend with AJ and Elliot. And um, you posted a little something about like, hey guys, I'm so sorry that I'm not going to be like on top of the responses, but I'm having like a weekend with my family. I'm going to try to put my phone away a bit. And I remember just thinking like, yes, this is so good. This is so good for you because everybody needs that time. And then you come back, I feel like feeling less burnt out. And I think, I mean, you never have to apologize for taking time to live in the present moment. And uh, I remember thinking myself as a follower of you, like, darn it, I'm not going to get to see everything she's doing. But also (laughs) think like, yes, I'm proud of you. And it's also a good reminder to everybody to, you know, put the phones away and live in the moment. I did that this weekend. I had um, Saturday night, a phoneless date night, and it was so fun. We didn't look at our phones for like from 6 p.m. on. And I never do that. And yes, like 10,000 times, I wanted to be like, wait, I want to take a picture of this. Or I want to put this on my Snapchat (laughs) right now. But I didn't. And I actually slept. I had the best night's sleep that I've had in months. And I think it was because I didn't look at a screen for, you know, like six hours leading up to going to bed, which was amazing. And then I woke up and I saw that you posted about having the best night's sleep ever. You and Elliot. And I was like, okay. We're on the same wavelength because I too had the best night's sleep, which is (laughs) rare for me as an insomniac and rare for you as the mother of a baby. So I think that was pretty cool that we were on the same page. Yeah. I love, love, love hearing that because it just doesn't happen. At least for me, I'm like always, oh gosh, Elliot was on my side of the bed tonight and I couldn't move him because he was going to wake up because we still co-sleep. And it's just been very difficult to get good sleep. So now that we have a bigger bed and a new mattress, it just felt like, oh my, I'm not going to get up. I'm not going to the gym. I'm going to just sleep and wake up whenever I want to, or obviously when Elliot wakes up, but we both slept in and it was so nice. I love it. I know those days aren't those. That's like the best feeling ever. I think sleep is just the biggest cure cure all for everything. And I was in such a better mood on Sunday than I was on Saturday because I was so rested and clearly I needed it. So that was amazing. Um, so we're coming up here on the full hour of this interview. So is there anything else that you want to add before we part ways for now? I just want to just to anyone who's listening, you know, I I really appreciate you taking the time of your whole entire day to watch my stories, look at my posts, read what I'm what I have to say. 
I truly, truly, truly want to help in any way I can with everyone's life or anyone who has questions or issues or, you know, anything. I'm just me, you know, no one else is helping me, but I really try and I just really love you guys. Love you a ton. And I know I don't know you personally, but I feel like I have such a deep connection with you all. And I couldn't be more grateful and flattered that you even want to like watch a little part of my day or little messages that I get. Like, we love Elliot. We've loved to watch him grow. That just means the world to me because not only am I in love with him, but I see other people loving on him that don't even know him. And it's just so beautiful. It's just so awesome to connect with everyone. And it is, it is so awesome. So my final question for you is where do you see the future of Shop the Kale up going? Do you have any big plans in store? Or are you kind of just flying with the wind with wherever this account, blog, et cetera, takes you? I'm honestly just taking it day by day, but I definitely want to show more about like, it being a lifestyle and not just like breakfast, lunch, dinner, because my life is more than just food. You know, there's balance, there's well-being, there's fitness, there's baby, there's marriage. Um, there's things that I like, you know, as far as like home decor and, you know, different ways to wear your leggings and tennis shoes all day long. Cause I live in sweatpants and like pullovers, you know, but just showing people that it's, this lifestyle is so fun and it's not a chore. And I really do enjoy being a mom and I love my marriage and it's just a well-rounded type of thing. It's not just food. So I want to incorporate more of that in my Instagram. I just want it to kind of flow organically. I'm not one to push anything on myself or anyone else. So I guess I'm just going to see where it takes me. Amazing. I love that. Well, I have I have some visions in mind for where your brand might go. I think it would be really, really amazing. I don't know if you're interested in, at all, but in writing a book about motherhood and wellness, I think that it would probably be like the best thing ever. I could see you doing that. I, there's so many things I could see you doing. So I'm just excited to see where everything takes you. You know, it's kind of funny, but I, I would love to write like a little cookbook. Not that I'm like this creative mastermind that like, you know, cooks like this, these extravagant meals, but like just something super basic and like literally call the book basic or something, you know, and just have like yogurt bowls and different ways that you could make them or how to meal prep. I don't know, something like along those lines. I would love that. I just, I wouldn't know where to start. I'm telling you, I'm like this like weird person that just doesn't know very much of anything. I just kind of go with the flow and try to educate myself and do certain little things that make me who I am. And I love it, but I feel like I need to invest more time in like trying to figure out, I guess, what, what my next step is going to be. Cause I'm, I'm definitely interested in so many ideas and partnerships and all this good stuff. So I guess I'll just have to do a lot of thinking about that. Yeah. Think about it because it is, I mean, I think like the charm of you is that you do what feels right and you don't put like a ton, a ton of thought into 
all this. It's just literally your life, which makes it so authentic. But I also think that like there are so many cool things you could do. And that's just the entrepreneur inside of me that like sees things growing. And God, I mean, I would like kill to read a book if you wrote one. And I think simple recipes are like what everybody wants to know anyway. It's like another question that we didn't 100% get to because I feel like people can also figure this out by just looking at your food photos is like, how do you put your bowls together and how do you decide what to put together? So you could write a book all about that and simple recipes these days, I swear, do just like so much better than um, really involved time-consuming recipes because we're all on the go, but we want to eat healthy and you have so much to share. So we'll have to talk more about it when we, when we get a chance to spend some time together in person, I'll share some of my ideas with you and you can ask any questions because um so excited. Yeah. I would just love that. But thank you so much for coming on and thank you so much for even being interested in like talking to me and having me on your podcast. I'm seriously so honored. Oh my God. I'm so honored to have you here and, um, everybody listening. We love you guys so much. I hope that you guys are as excited. I mean, I know, I know, and I hope that you guys are just as excited as I am to have Jeanette here sharing all of her wisdom and I can most certainly assure everyone that she will be back when we can find some time in her mama schedule because we only scratched the surface of everything that there is to talk about. Oh, thank you so much. I would love to do this again. It was such a, like, I felt, I feel so refreshed just talking to you. So thank you. And I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. You too. You too. Have such a good day. I'll be following on Instagram story and everything else. And I'll see you soon. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Jordan. Thank you.